All right, welcome back to Simi Podcast. This is uh, the first official episode, episode one. Um, I'm on my porch again because it's still very cold out. I don't have the exact temperature, but it's uh, it's pretty cold. I once again had to move the security camera so it's not looking at me, which is super fun. Um, very cold. Really realizing how much uh, if my neighbor were to come down, they would see me just sitting here talking to myself. Uh, it's a little silly. Um, hopefully once it gets warmer, I'll be able to trek out a little bit into the woods and feel less awkward. Um, but that's not a today thing. The cat is in the window behind me, absolutely meowing up a storm. Uh, very silly. Um, anyway, let's see. I got... I think I think that picked up. Uh, I got my, my sheet here. I actually typed it up this time and printed it. So I still don't have any internet out here. No distractions really on this computer. Um, but uh, temperature and weather is number one, of course. Uh, it is very cold, very yuck. Not as cold as last week and not as yuck. It's kind of dried up a bit. Uh, I can see the lake. There is a lake near me. Uh, I can see the lake is still frozen. Uh, not quite as frozen. It's kind of started to uh, thaw by the shores. But, you know, still frozen. The snow is melted. The ice is gone on the roads and stuff. But there is still disparate mounds of snow here and there. Like, it's it's still chilly. It's still definitely winter. Though, that groundhog did, in fact, say early spring. I'm excited. Um, but that's, that's, that's big. Um, last week, I had said that I was going to make um, beef stroganoff but, like, janky. And then I didn't actually end up doing that at all. What I ended up doing was uh, me and my boyfriend made uh, chicken parm, but not the normal kind of chicken parm because I can't eat anything. So it was basically just gluten-free noodles and some sauce made out of tomato paste because I don't like the texture of normal tomatoes. And um, then we just breaded some chicken that we had cut up and fried it and then put it on top and kind of had it as a whole thing. It's basically chicken parm just without the baking step and without any of the real ingredients except for the chicken. Um, so that was fun. It was good. I liked it a lot. Um, more follow-ups from last video, um, we got, uh, from the comments, I do agree that, uh, Chunkus would be a funny guest, I agree, I don't think it'd be, uh, necessarily a co-host option, um, but I do think that he would be a pretty funny guest to have on, we could talk about some movies and stuff, um, because he's a big movie guy, I don't watch many movies, but he's a big movie guy, like we saw Dune, uh, one together, me and him. He's a person that I know IRL. As I said last video, like most of the people that follow me are just people that I know IRL. But like me and him saw Dune 1 together uh, just as COVID was kind of um, COVID restrictions and stuff were uh, winding down. Uh, we could, I don't know. I haven't seen Dune 2 yet. Is it even out yet? I don't even know if it's out yet. I'm recording this on the 6th of February, but um, like I don't, I don't know when Dune 2 comes out. I saw that there was the meme about the, uh, the popcorn container but any i can't have popcorn at movie theaters but point being is like there could be a thing that we could like go see dune 2 and then maybe come back from and talk about it i don't know um we, but like i can't plan anything for the life of me so um we're not gonna set that in stone or anything um the oh another thing from last episode i said i felt like you know kind of garbage because uh i wasn't sure what it was from though i did learn it was not from the hash browns uh, because I had the hash runs again later and I was fine. And so it was definitely cross-contamination with the taquitos that my boyfriend had. 
uh, and I somehow they got crossed a little bit. And I'm really hoping that's true because I just ate six more hash browns. Like before recording this, I was like, man, I'm really hungry after getting home from work. I'm going to eat hash browns. So I made six hash browns. They were really good. Um, and that's kind of all the stuff from before, like kind of wrap up stuff uh, from the uh, previous episode. Um, uh, now I'm just going to kind of talk about some stuff. <laughs> that's really what it's going to be. I'm just going to kind of go through. I got like a short, uh, a couple short things to talk about, and then I'm going to talk about a couple longer topics. But uh, this ep- it's we're going to see how long this goes. I have like a full page of size 12 Atkinson hyperlegical, hyperlegical, hyperlegible font. It's the one I use. It's the default one for people who can't read. Um, uh, and I've got it on a page, and I'm going to go through it. Uh, first and foremost, over the weekend, um, I went over to my boyfriend's, uh, as I normally do on the weekends, because I had to do my laundry, right? And as I said, the laundry here, I don't I don't have a washer or a dryer um, in when it's not, like, hooked up uh, because, like, it gets cold and it freezes the washing machine in the building that it's in. So I have to bring it to my boyfriend's. And so we were there, chilling, uh, doing the laundry, doing the last load, because he had done a couple loads a couple days ago, but we had to go through one load, which is, you know, an hour in the washing machine, then an hour in the dryer. So it's, like, going to be about two hours or and change. And he wanted to put on a movie. And we were just, like, browsing. And then he asked me if I'd ever seen the movie Storks, which, for those that don't know, is i believe a 2014 or 2016 it's the year before boss baby um it's made by uh warner brothers like animation or something which is like not real so it's like not one of the big ones that made it it's just called storks and it's about the storks and the general plot uh and spoiler warnings for any spoiler warnings for anyone that wants to see the movie storks um but basically it's a movie in which the storks stop delivering babies because it's too hard. And not only is it too hard, but sometimes people, the storks, will end up growing attached to the babies and they won't want to deliver them. So they're a liability. So they pivot to basically becoming Amazon. They call it Corner Store in the movie. I made a note of that because I was going to forget. Um, but like they call it Corner Store. But it's basically just Amazon where the people put in things and then the storks deliver the packages. Like It's a pretty straightforward idea. And then through some accident, a baby gets, you know, created in the factory and they have to go deliver the baby and then blah, blah, blah. And like, it's pretty predictable plot. Um, But there's a couple parts that were like weird because like the main plot is that the original like the original stork that uh, acts was like the the real pivoting point for this uh stork economy to turn to corner store was they were like oh no i really like this kid i don't want to get rid of them and they broke the little beacon that finds the home so they had to keep the kid uh until they were 18 which is like fair okay that's like a fair plot point but then they make that kid who is now just turned 18 and they're about to get rid of a key component of the adventure to go get the like to go deliver this baby to the right person and they have to go with this guy stork and it's very clear that they are alluding to the fact that they are acting as mother and father to this baby that's not theirs it is going to someone else and it's a bird that's a guy that is just about to become ceo of a company 
and an 18 year old who has just turned 18 and has no idea about society because they've lived with storks their whole life and it's just like a weird vibe it's just such a weird vibe and like it like the combination like without the weird external stuff is fine like they're a fine combination they they, they don't like do anything weird on screen like they never have like an on-screen moment that isn't anything other than like they are playing the roles that have been handed to them but like there's a weird like subplot not even subplot it's like just a weird thing that's like hey this is okay this found family plot line is real and we're gonna kind of go with it a little bit like it was just a weird vibe that i got from it and then the other thing is there was like a very clear um subplot about how parents should pay more attention to their kids and have you know fun moments with their kids while they're young because their formative memories and stuff and it was a good plot and i think it was fine actually i thought it was gonna be a lot worse than it was and it ended up being a lot better than i thought it was but there was no real conclusion. The movie had, uh, it was, I forget how long it was, but it definitely could have had like 15 extra minutes of of better closure. Because like, if you were to draw it on a graph, it would be up the whole way. Like there'd be like the, like the, what is it? The mountain thing. Like it would just, it, it would just be up and then there'd be like a slight tick down and be, be done and be over. Like there's no time for resolution. Like, they basically just beat the bad guy, which is, like, the guy who's running the corner store, like, the CEO. Like, they beat the CEO at the end, and then, uh, and they're like, okay, now we're gonna start delivering babies again. And, like, they beat him, and then it's, like, immediately, like, the second they beat him, it's, like, a song, and they're just, like, wrapping up plot lines willy-nilly over, like, the course of two minutes, and then they're done. They're out. And it's like, dude, where's any of the payoff? Like, you just, like, there was, like, six plot lines... And you've wrapped them all up in two minutes, and I feel like only one of them had even a little bit of the time that it should have had. Like, there's just a lot, there was a lot to be desired. There's a lot to be desired in that one. Um, and then the last thing with that movie is, there, okay, so Corner Store was very clearly Amazon. It was so It was so clearly Amazon. And they made, like, literally no effort to make any commentary about like amazon being like kind of like a month like like they didn't like they were just like amazon like they were made like the most surface level joke reference stuff to it it was like oh it's really good at being a store and it's the one that everyone buys from and it is a store that makes money and it's you use it online like it was like the most surface level stuff and like, it just didn't, it, there was no commentary on any of it. And I wanted it so bad. Like, I wanted it to say anything. I wanted it to have any opinion on Amazon that wasn't neutral, and it didn't. And I was so mad. But yeah, the movie Storks, it was good. I mean, the animation was good. It had really, I mean, it had some pretty solid humor, to be honest, in parts of it. Um, the main uh, duo of the main orphan girl and. Um, the stork, the main stork, um, was pretty good. I think they, they were good on screen. Like they were, like, the animation was pretty good. Like overall, just in general, it was like a good movie. Like I would probably rate it like a six or a seven. Like generally, pretty good. But it was just, it was like, a, it was just weird, and it's on my mind, so I'm talking about it. I keep hearing a noise, and I think it's just a squirrel, but I can't see it. I'm 
lose my mind a little bit. This is why I live inside. This is why I'm always inside my house. Like, what is going on? Why did I choose to do this outside? This makes no sense. Anyway, that's that. Um, on Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday, I honestly do not remember which, um, I recorded a video for the first time in a long time, um, it feels like, and I recorded a video for Risky Rain, Risk of Rain 2, my you know favorite game, and I did that. I haven't edited it. I haven't done anything, but I'm going to make it into some sort of video to just like normally post because I want to get back into it because it's, it's I liked doing it and it was fun. Uh, and it was about uh, doing this new version of Simulacrum where it's like uh, modded and it's got an alternate. You can kind of beat Simulacrum, which is a wave based mode, which traditionally doesn't have an end, unlike the normal single player. Um, but I actually was able to do it essentially first try like i accidentally played without recording for a little bit because i forgot um but then once i did record it like i beat it first try which is kind of a problem so i installed a so that was like the recording and then i installed the inferno mod the you know harder difficulty mod one of the many and because currently the inferno and downpour like the two main ones they don't they used to combine together but now it looks like they don't so i kind of want to wait till they combine together again because it was fun when they did that but i would try it on inferno it was much harder and i couldn't get nearly as far in it and that's kind of more what i want because uh, i like the challenge i really like the challenge um not on my list but uh to look forward to i guess uh, i tried the demo to Pacific Drive, which is like the new car roguelike survival game, or roguelite more like, because uh, it's very much persistent upgrade stuff. Um, but it looked really fun. I played it for like two and a half hours. It was really fun, but then it, I tried to get as far into it as I could without like beating the demo, so to speak, because it said at the beginning that whatever you do won't transfer over to the full game. So I was like, okay. I played my two and a half hours. I had a lot of fun with it. I'm really excited for where this goes. I'm going to, to pay for the game. I'm just going to wait for the game to come out and then I'll download it and then I'll record it and play it because then I'll be able to, you know, have a recording out of it. I'll have fun with it. I'll be able to play my new game and it'll have, it'll, it'll be fun. And so that's what I did. I bought it and I'm just waiting for it because I am excited for it. It is, it does look really, really good. Um, I don't want to say too much about it in case other people want to look at it. By the way, it's Steam Next Fest right now if you are in the past um the steam next fest right now so like i downloaded a couple different um i don't even know what that noise was oh it's the cat i was like oh i thought there was a child screaming in the distance it's the cat behind me she's just looking at me she thinks i'm nuts um but uh pacific like anyway but i downloaded a couple games pacific drive definitely caught my interest the most and it's been one that's been on my wish list for a little bit um and so i'm i'm excited i'm excited for pacific drive so expect to see videos of that in the future whenever it comes out on the 22nd i think um okay so now we're gonna get to kind of the bulk of the video uh that i th i think is gonna happen where i'm just gonna it's only been 15 minutes what in the world i feel like i've talked for four hours um i probably should have grabbed a drink before I came out here. I said that last time too, I'm pretty sure. I definitely need a drink for when I do this. Um, but we're gonna kinda, I'm just gonna kinda talk about where I draw inspiration from and where, like who I watch when I am like using YouTube. Cause like YouTube is like the only platform I use. I play, I pay for YouTube, uh, whatever it's called, YouTube Premium. 
Um, and I have for like, I think over a year now, I think it's been like two or three years, but like YouTube is basically the only platform I use. And so paying for it makes a lot of sense for me, even though I have like ad block on different things, um, like having YouTube premium has kind of given me a lot of peace of mind because like, first off, I know that the creators are getting paid rather than getting chipped out of the ad money. And the other one is like, it's just really nice for me because I don't listen to music very often and the bundled in music is like, it's like exactly what I need. Like it is, I can listen to the most janky random nonsense. Like I, it, it'll recommend me in the YouTube music. It'll be like, would you like to listen to this one and a half hour Toho jazz from a video that you like half remember clicking on once? And I'm like, well, yes, I do. I do want one and a half hour Toho jazz. Um, and it's like, I don't know, it's, it's like, it's very good for me. So like paying for it's uh, made a lot of sense. But like I've been watching uh, the YouTube game for a while and I've helped other people like talk through the YouTube game for a while. Like I'm not a big creator by any means. Obviously me when six, like 76 or subscribers or whatever, but I've seen a lot of it. Like I've been watching um, for a while. Like I unfortunately used to watch equals three back when Robbie was the host not when Ray William Johnson but like around the time that they changed hosts that's when I watched so like I I've been watching YouTube for a while uh and kind of changing my tastes and kind of tuning it to different things and I've I've been watching for a while and I've I've kind of specifically I like watching channels about like the platform or not channels, but like specifically just like videos about the platform itself and like commentary on the platform and how to do well on the platform. Cause like, not that I'm going to do any of it, like screw that. But like I can help point people in the right directions. If they want to do certain things, I can kind of give them examples of what to do and what not to do. Anyway, not the point. Um, I, my dream is, at this point, for whatever reason is like to become a YouTube manager for like all of my friends and just like they make all the cool stuff. And then I just like manage the whole thing. Like, that'd be, that'd be awesome. I would love that. Um, but, so, I got this big list of who I draw inspiration from. And I'm going to talk about kind of each one. And that's going to be, like, the new thing uh, for this kind of bit of the podcast. But, so number one, I, the, they're not in any order. But number one on this list is The Yard. I'm going to burp. Ooh, that was awful. Um, oh, that, that picked up. Oh, I can see it on Audacity here. It's, ooh, that's, anyway. Um, excuse me, by the way. Uh, anyway, um. But The Yard uh, is kind of like the big one. Um, I didn't start watching them at first. I started. I hopped in at like episode maybe like not even 100. It must have been like 50-ish. And, I, and I've gone in and out of the different ep, like different times. Like sometimes I really like to watch it. Sometimes I, you know, cool off for a bit. And then when they have a guest on that I really like, I'll hop back in. And that's kind of like my best kind of podcast where it's very um, episodic where you can kind of like do top in at any time and that's kind of like the big thing that i like and i, I, I want to do where i kind of have a set structure but you can hop in at any time and if the guest is on that you like and you can watch it but like there's no real like lost like there are bits that carry over in episodes of the yard but like you can still follow it very easily without ever really needing those references and you can kind of make sense of them if you like if you watch two episodes in a row like you'll see a lot of stuff carry over but like you'll still see stuff from like 30 episodes ago also carry over and like not 
understanding where those bits come from doesn't lose the value of those bits because they still weave them in as its own bit. It's it's very I don't know, it's just a very well made podcast. And also like they obviously have a set being out yeah outside in the yard, like, you know, a couple of boys talking. And I like that a lot. Um me being outside isn't really to do with that. It's more so I just wanted to think of something that would put me outside my comfort zone and allow me to do something that I don't normally do, which is, you know, I turn off all the, you know, cellulars and stuff and I walk outside and I sit down and I record and I talk. And it's very different from what I normally do. And like if I have guests on, I'm gonna try really hard at first for like the first couple of guests to like do it physically outside in the woods, no like connections and stuff, doing it silly mode, you know? And so that's to look forward to um but like kind of just having this setting and stuff and eventually maybe i don't know maybe i'll hook up a camera to my laptop but like right now it's just running off of my laptop and my road mic like this mic i just unscrew it off my uh off my computer stand like the mic stand and i just put it on its little platform stand and then i hook it up with a USB-C cable to my laptop and then i just walk outside that's literally my entire process right now and so kind of having like a set standard thing and like i don't know the yard has just been pretty good uh with that um next on my list is um cj the x cj the x kind of very quickly became a favorite of mine and i've watched a lot of his stuff multiple times um but like they're just really good at building um a narrative into video essays also he's just they're, they're just really good at um doing what's it called um ranting but staying coherent which is really impressive. Um, and their video on specifically Jeffrey Bezos, um, Jeffrey Bezos, what's his name? Uh, Bo Burnham, the Bo Burnham song, uh, that one where it's where he, de where they, they, he devolves into just like you're a cyborg. That video is awesome. Um, but building a narrative and, you know, having a starting point that everyone can agree on and kind of leading them to the conclusion, uh, they're really good at it really really good at it also just love the um i like the um the twilight video a lot even though i've never seen twilight i kind of want to watch twilight now that i've you know seen it and then the no way home video also never seen no way home but i have no desire to watch that movie i do not care about a single Dang marvel at all but um yeah i i really like that that video a lot um huge fan the sun is starting to go down and by starting to go down i mean the light the street light that's outside my house has uh turned on i am in the woods but there is a street light outside my house um i promise it all makes sense um it's turned on i've noticed and it's casting really silly shadows but as i was saying the uh spider-man no way home that one's an awesome video it's about how it's sexist because of corporate nonsense it's very good um but cj is able to just build really cool narratives into their stuff which is really cool uh, a very very newcomer local script man he's really cool he's just very good at describing the tactile process in which you should come up with ideas for a story because i've had lots of ideas for stories um i have what is it in my uh, google drive i have this section in which this is part of but there's a um content ideas section and content covers the whole spectrum from like a show to a book to a movie to a podcast to a youtube video it's kind of any idea that falls in that zone and 
I've wanted to do a thing with that for a long time and him bringing it down so succinctly has been very fun for me because it kind of is pushing me to do to like want to do it again which is fun not that I have the time to do it but I think it'd be really fun to do um and like I'm gonna try to practice kind of in little ways using what he says Lyrical script man's awesome he's uh very much he's the he's the I don't know I wouldn't call him the ideal youtuber but he's very um very much has a conviction of what he says and if he thinks it's not true he'll take it down which like if he changes and he's like i don't agree with this anymore he'll take it down which i think is really kind of admirable it's like uh it's just it's just a way that like the way that he sticks to his guns is really good um next on my list um h bomber guy i feel like that's like a no-brainer h bomber guy um the recent video obviously i watched it like three times clocked in my 12 hours um but H Bomber Guy's ability to just have such high quality and like keep you engaged for such a long runtime of a video in a topic that you don't really care about. Like it's just very, very good. Like I don't know, I don't know, like, there's no other way to describe it. Like it's just the quality of his work is incredibly impressive. And I've been watching for a long time for him too. Um Breadsword is on here as well, also for quality, um, in more so video essay than kind of anything video, because H. Bomber Guy was kind of like, he kind of just makes videos. Um, I wouldn't, not all of them are really video essays, but he just makes videos, which is really cool. Um, but Breadsword is very much a video essayist, uh, as is like CJ. And Breadsword's videos, like the quality of them, uh, especially the quality of the writing is really impressive for me. Like there is, so the, the main, the video that I watched of his first, like I remember this like so well was I put on videos in the car, not to watch obviously cause I'm driving, but I put on videos in the car to like play as like play as a podcast, kind of like this, where it's like, I put something on, it's just there uh, every now and then I glance at it or whatever. Uh, but nothing more than like if the, my phone was there and it was like doing G maps or whatever. But um breadsword i remember putting on his video on grin lagan and getting it it's the name of the video and i remember watching it like very recently after watching grin lagan for the second time the first time i watched it i watched it by myself and i thought it was pretty good and the second time i watched it uh, i watched it with my friends like uh, we all did like a group party and we watched it and there was like six of us i think i think there was like four to six of us and I was going to go for a drive and it was like a 55 minute video currently gone and getting it. I was like, okay, this sounds good. Like I sure. Why not? And I watched the video and to this day, like I think two, three, four, maybe even four years later, honestly, it, I think it's more like three. I think it's like three years later, even though I've watched the video and listened to it, like probably upwards of 20 times at this point, there are, three or four distinct sections of that video that legitimately actually give me chills because of how well written and well paced it is like there are parts that i can like that are like a little cheesy and that's kind of fine for a video like it but to talk about the subject of gurren lagan and tying in your own life experiences of kind of just being 
uh, you know, put down, like there's a line in it where it's like uh, talking about how it might seem like the universe has specifically made a sp series of circumstances that has designed a windmill dunk to dunk on you specifically. Like, and he talks about his own, you know, loss and his own regrets. And it's just like, it's a very human personal video to be talking about about an anime about giant robots that came out in 2007 that is what it is and it's just a very impressive video in terms of writing that i do not think i personally could ever match but then maybe that's just me cutting myself short or maybe it's me putting him on a pedestal i don't know but bread swords videos are without a doubt some of the highest quality bars for writing i think personally they're just so good. <laughs> um, if I was to recommend one, though, it would either be Gurren Lagan and getting it or um, the Tintin video. Tintin and the Shadow of Giants. That video is astonishing. I think it's actually my favorite. Um, another good one is the Sinbad one and the Robin Hood one and also the Eldorado one. Um, and there's honestly most of them. Um, they're all pretty good, to be honest. Um, if you've seen the thing in them, it helps, but you don't have to. Um, the Robin Hood one especially. You don't have to know all of Robin Hood to get it. It's it's very good. Um, next on my list is um, Ahoy. Ahoy uh, I have on this list because he has a very... Uh, also, once again, like depth of knowledge. Like The quality is crazy. I'm shifting in my chair a little bit. Uh, it's cold out here. Um, the Ahoy. His videos are very um stylized like he makes all of his graphics he makes all of his own music too which is kind of nuts um but like the style of uh the video is just very unique to him because he makes all these graphics that are you know simple color palettes uh and he has a very specific style of like showing if like a game is on screen he's a, he talks about the history of like gaming and stuff mostly and like different firearms is like his main shtick but he does other things too i think his long form videos are some of his best personally and i think i don't know if he thinks that but i, I think it's very understandable to kind of like he has a thing that he'll fall back on which is talking about firearms in different games um and how it's like progressed but his longer form stuff i think is some of his best and specifically the amiga video um not no not the amiga video the first video game the first video game video is the coolest looking video i think ever potentially like the most stylized cool video mostly just because it's entirely done as if he's doing it on one of those old projectors the slide projectors like where you roll it in the classroom and it's got like just a light and then a mirror and you put the thing on top of it that's like the entire video and it's so good it's like an hour and a change like it's a little bit over an hour it's like so good and visually just like has such a style to it like it just exudes style oh my gosh it's so good and then the obligatory one though is uh, his first video essay which was broken into parts and then he made it and it's one big one and he posted that too and it's um uh nuclear fruits how the video games grew up during the cold war nuclear fruits is a banger dude it's like a certified classic honestly it's just so fun to like just watch like it's such a good one and that one also despite me having seen it like i don't know six times i think there's a duck over there that's so exciting um but uh, despite me seeing it like six or so times like the ending line of nuclear fruits oh my god 
gosh, it's good. I'm a huge fan. Huge fan of Ahoy. Uh, and his Monkey Island video is also really good. I like watching that one a lot. Um, next on my list is Funky. Uh, uh, funky, however you do it. It's, you know, capital F or capital, all caps, funk, and then a lowercase e. Funky is an animator. Um, usually makes some shorter content, sometimes makes some longer content. He's very much, in my opinion, a creator that you watch for the creator, not what he's saying. Like, he's very much a exhibit and how to not pigeonhole yourself and how to not like just be known for one thing like he's known for animating and you know animating a certain style and it's you know a very you know a thing that he does but it's not the topics you cover it's you come for him because he has certain views about things that are interesting and you're like oh i yes uh, i agree or i disagree and it's very much like he'll talk about whatever interests him and, like, it's usually gaming-related because, like, he likes games. Oh, but, like, he'll also talk about music stuff because he likes music. And he'll talk about uh, just, like, whatever's on his mind. Uh, and I think that's really good because, like, that's what I want to do. I just want to talk about stuff and not pigeonholing myself into, you know, one little, you know, cavity or whatever. Um, I don't know if I have a personal favorite. Actually, I think my personal favorite of his is the movement speed video, which is, like, the weirdest one of his where he goes through like it's a bunch of like smaller segments but it more kind of morphs from talking about movement shooters and how they've um you know like the history of them and how they've come along to kind of like a weird retrospective on the like i think it's what is it it's like the shadow warrior or shadow ninja ninja warrior i don't know it's some video games it's three cool and it just talks about the movement in specifically those games and how those games work and so like the first half of it is like really a, like really like kind of vague general information about movement shooters and then it just turns into like just a full-on review of this three cool of games uh very weird very silly um well uh second to last on this list of where i draw inspiration from is um let me know let me know i've been watching since he did top 10 lists which seems like a long time ago at this point i'm not gonna check but i'm gonna feel old saying it like i remember watching let me know videos when it's it, he still went by top 10 memes like that's how long ago i was watching these videos um and let me know has now built you know a, a, a kind of you know brand or a, like a, a style around doing these super long form super in-depth very visually different visually distinct like high quality basically just documentaries on certain subjects um i remember the jalov pass video vividly even though i've only seen it maybe twice um but like i remember first watching it very vividly um the kennedy assassination one was obviously very good uh i think my personal favorite one is the bygone visions of the future and honestly any of the top 10 space facts ones are just bangers uh the last the most recent one uh, I think it's like the tenth or eleventh time they've done it, but oh, I'm gonna oh, that was a that felt weird, but um, it barely feels like a top ten list because he talks so long on each part. It's just very much you can tell that he's interested and it's like he has a cool fact to share, uh, and I think that's really fun for him. But let me know is just like he's very much a, an ideal creator in the fact that like you see when he posts and you know it's gonna be a banger. Like, you just know. And it could be six months. It could be 12 months. It could be, like, three years. And you'll know that if you drop something, it's going to be a banger. And it's just really fun. I, I really enjoy um, 
kind of following that and kind of being inspired to be able to do that where it's like if i drop something if i make something the precedent should be there and that's really good uh, and then lastly on this list is kind of like where i'm gonna use it as a transition point where it's kind of both but um and i hate i hate this name so much and i don't care if he cares um but senpai gaming while having potentially the worst name of all time and i kind of hate it a lot um the guy behind it Harry. uh harry i'm losing it i just got messaged uh the guy behind it harris his name's harris um but like he has he's just got a lot a lot of knowledge he's got so much knowledge uh, in his head and so i like watching most of the videos even if they don't directly pertain to me so like i just kind of watch them but he has a lot of very good takes on a lot of stuff and being in you know being having integrity but like talking about gear um talking about different you know gear for streaming for youtube for this for that um camera gear mic gear uh and then also just like how you should go about doing different things uh like how you should handle yourself and it's like it's very much a streamer youtuber focused like this is how you should be like, it's a how-to guide and it's very very helpful i don't know I, I like watching this stuff i think it's very interesting um people who i watch just kind of like that don't kind of fit this whole vibe because like these are all people that i watch but like i watch because i you know i feel inspired by them um but who I watch just in general, uh, unfortunately, uh, I watch Mogul Mail, uh, the old Ludwig. I used to watch a lot more Ludwig content, but I kind of fell off because I'm stupid. Um, but mostly because I think I just grew up a little bit and I don't, I don't know. It's just that kind of content doesn't get to me anymore. But Mogul Mails I still watch because I love the drama. I love the drama. But Mogul Mails I like, um, and I think they're good. And with that, I also watch uh, a bit of Atrioc because he talks about mostly worldly stuff. I don't watch too much of the other content, but if it pertains to um, worldly, I like the Marketing Mondays and, you know, Wins and Fails. Like, that's the good stuff because I, I like to be informed, but I also don't care enough to read. But Atrioc's good for that. Um, Billiam. I love that first lost video for whatever reason i am too stupid to get through the second lost video and or the third one because they're both out now and i've only watched like 20 minutes of the second one but i've watched the first one three times even though the third time i rewatched it was after the second one had come out and i had no intentions of watching the second one after i finished the first one i was just like i don't know i don't know what's wrong with me i literally don't know what's wrong with me i love the first video so much it's so interesting Lost is so interesting. I might watch just Lost, honestly. But Billy, he has some other videos that are really good, too. Um, specifically, the one on Code Lyoko, I remember very vividly. And then uh, they're just, I don't know, he just makes some really fun videos. The most recent one was pretty good, too, um, about um, the funny cruise or whatever. I don't know. It was good. I don't know. I like, I like, I don't know, I like the guy. Billiam's cool. Uh, Vale Fisk, I'm a huge fan of the funny stupid guy that makes horrid nonsense for his friends to do um i haven't watched all of his videos and it's very hit or miss uh sometimes i'm like oh this is awesome sometimes i'm like i don't care dude um i really like the um the bus video where it's he just makes bus lines in like sim city or whatever and it's awful or whatever what it's called um skyline city skylines uh, and it's awful. Like, that one's just awesome. The AI video game one is, or board game one is good. There's just, I don't know, they're just, they're hit or miss. They're fun. 
Uh, value select and Jazz Emu I have as one line, but they really should be separate. But value select I've been watching for a while. Value select is just like the epitome of way too much effort. Always, always a banger. No credit. Like this man should have so much more subscribers and like like the quality of his, the videos is so high, but just no one watches them and it's a really big shame because I I think value select should have honestly like a billion million subscribers for what he does he's crazy um and with that uh, he collabed with jazzy mu which is how i figured out about jazzy mu um but jazzy mu is very similar except much more uh actually i don't even know if i can say much more musically focused because value select is also pretty musically focused but uh jazzy mu is a very much uh along those lines of short form sketches and uh, musical content uh, and the most recent album, or maybe it was an EP, I think it was an album though, uh, by Jazzy Mew, uh, the Strutkoff Combo song, it, it's permanently in my brain at this point. Uh, it's very fun. I also really like the ending song to the Digital Spool album, uh, which is just titled Digital Spool. It's a banger. Um, there's a couple other songs by Jazzy Mew that I like a lot. Um, monotone's pretty good oh uh, like they're just he's just really good he's just really good and then value select of course there's a lot of classics from value select that like live in my head rent free so to speak um but the best one that i can think of is the um the jeans on the beach uh i think it's the 80s remix or whatever where he just remixed his own like 30 second song but like in the 80s i don't know it was good well i did a lot he's got a couple of really good bangers in there um second to last on this list of who i watch um is matrix slide who i've put on here so that i have to mention it um matrix slide is a creator with only two videos um and they are made um i believe a decade apart um and what they are is the first one is very clearly just a video that a kid made for like a class in like maybe middle school maybe very very early high school like maybe seventh to to ninth grade like very young child um and they've made this video that's like two and a half minutes long and this for a class and they posted it on youtube so they could easily bring it up in the class and it accidentally popped off it recently this year passed a million views it is hands down my favorite video on the platform forever i think i don't think anything will ever top it um it is so good uh, and then the other video is a recreation by the same guy with his friends 10 years after the fact it's like 10 or 5 it's 5 or 10 years after the fact and it's like it's just it's just uh anyway the video in title is called hot dr pepper and it's about the history of and history is a vague word it's mostly a how-to guide of how to make hot dr pepper um which is not hard it's just like you just heat it up in a pan and then you add a lemon to it and you throw it in a glass and you're like bam it's hot dr pepper it tastes kind of like tea and it's flat now and it's warm like it's not a insane thing and i've done it like it's tasty like i've also drank dr pepper this has been like left in a car like i'm not i'm not a connoisseur but hot dr pepper is a really interesting thing and this two and a half minute video by matrix slide is so good there are parts of it that have me on the floor laughing literally every time there it's just so good it's so unintentionally i think good it's just so good i love it so much uh, the second video is also really good. It's like a really funny, it's like really fun to like kind of watch as he's like grown up and be like, whoa, look at that. He grew up. Um, but the first video especially is super good. I, I love it so much. Um, 
the part where he says, uh, if it's a glass glass made of glass, uh, glass, it's, and then uh, the other bit that really gets me um, is the part at the end, or there's actually two parts, more parts, but there's one part in the middle where he goes, if you go to the facts and questions page of the Dr. Pepper website, which is not true, there is no facts and question page. That's not what FAQ means. FAQ is frequently asked questions. It's not facts and questions. What do you? What are you doing? Like I don't. It's just insane because he just says it with such confidence. You don't even notice it unless you someone points it out, like I do, like an asshole. And it's like, it's just so clearly like a kid that like didn't really proofread or didn't have like he was like he was just kind of making something to make something. And it's, I don't know. It's, it's there's something very pure about it. And then at the very end, he goes, um, he go, it, well, first off, there's the popping lemon bit, and you can watch the video. I I might link it in the comments or the in the description, but, um, the like the the ending of the video is just like is just uh in a little carbonation and i'll see you next time and it's it's so good the way he says it is so good and honestly i hope to see him again i really do i would love to meet this person it's so funny um and then last on my list i honestly should have ended with matrix slide but i did the way i'm just going down the list uh the last one is hive mind i've kind of been in and out of hive mind a lot i like the bracket videos i'm not the game videos can be good. I don't know. Their bits, the bits bracket was good. Bits bracket two, not so much. I just recently saw that. I believe this afternoon they're posting um, another, a third worst songs bracket. They, they have a habit of kind of beating a dead horse a lot. Um, I don't know. They have some pretty good stuff. Um, and I'll go back and watch some of the ones that I like, like the first worst songs bracket, the first Hive uh, Mind bits bracket. Um, a couple of the Hive Mind Feud episodes I like to rewatch just because they're like fun, high energy, and they've got like a guest on it, and it's more fun. But generally speaking, like I don't know, they, they're they're real hit or miss for me lately, though. Um, and they they're very much uh, I don't know. It's just I can't tell if I like them or not. And they talk about a subject that I don't even really care about, which is like they mostly talk about like rap music and music in general. And I don't give a crap about music. Literally, I sent an image the other day in a Discord where they were talking about music, and then I was like, "I like YouTube music," and they're like, "What are you, what are you talking about? This sucks." And I was like, "Well, it works for me." And then I sent like my uh, a screenshot of the like, uh, you know, quick pick songs where it's like, "Hey, pick a pick a song to like that you you like to get into the mix," and the options were uh, Caramel Donson, the like nightcore remix of that one Swedish song. Um, what's it called? Uh, Magic by Bob and that someone rivera or whatever the song that everyone i think hates except for me um and then the third one as i think i think was literally the strutkoff combo by jazzy moo and then it was just like your light songs and of, and those were the four and i was like yup that's basically my music taste um but i don't know they talk about it it's cool um sometimes it's good sometimes it's not uh and the hive mind has like 14 channels for some reason i don't get it um they're very content pilled i think but it's okay. It's like fine uh, sometimes. But Matrix Slide, dude, oh my gosh, you got you guys got to watch the video with Matrix Slide. You got to watch the Matrix Slide video so that everyone can comment and be like, oh my gosh, the Matrix Slide video. I'm going to keep bringing it up, I think. I'm thinking I'm going to bring it up literally for the next billion years. Um, but that's that. Those are the who I watch. There's probably, like, there's other people that I watch. But, like, those are the main ones. Um, but that's basically it uh 47 minutes that's not bad that's not bad um for dinner tonight i kind of want to make keep it simple i might do something really simple like chicken nuggets and more of those freaking hash browns they're so good 
but I don't know. I didn't, I don't know. I'm because I had meat sauce and noodles for the past couple nights. Uh, I've got some ground pork in the fridge. Um, I've also got other stuff. We had tacos last night. That was pretty good. Um, but I don't know what I'm gonna have tonight. I feel like um, I could try the. I could just end every episode with like I'm gonna try this beef stroganoff thing and then just like never do it. Um, but I don't know what I'm gonna have. I think uh there's a lot of options available to me and i'm not sure which one i want to do most because i am indecisive about a lot of things um but i don't know i'm trying to think of a uh, real good um kind of like uh, goodbye here for my my food i don't know i'm honestly now i'm thinking about it like some more i do kind of just want meatloaf i might make meatloaf Bennett will not be happy. Ben, by the way, Bennett's my boyfriend. I always keep referring to him as my boyfriend, but his name is Bennett. Um, uh, you will not care that I have leaked this information. Um, but, like, he does not like meatloaf. Um, but I do kind of really want meatloaf and mashed potatoes. I think that'd be really good. I'm really in the mood for that now, all of a sudden. Uh, potatoes are just so good. They're just so good. Ugh, and meatloaf in the oven, and then it'll heat up the place, and it'll be tasty and warm. Ooh, that'll be so good. Oh, I'm so hyped now. I think I might make me loaf. Anyway, it is now definitely dark out. My toes are really cold. I made the horrible mistake of putting on Crocs. I was like, oh, I'm only going on the porch. Why did I do that? I'm wearing like the thinnest socks imaginable. I layered up everywhere else. And then on like the shoes, I was just like, mm, whatever, Crocs will do. I'm just sitting on my porch. It's like maybe, it's like probably about 30 degrees out, 32. Like it's cold. Why did I do this? What am I, what am I doing? Like this is the stupidest thing I've ever done. Um, but I'm cold. Um, the animals have stopped making noises, but I don't know if that's good or bad. It means they're gonna kill me. Um, but yeah, um, I'm gonna go inside and warm up and you know set this whole thing up so that it's ready to go on Friday. Um, but for those that are still listening, uh, I'm gonna go make meatloaf too. Is the other thing. You know, I'm gonna go make meatloaf, have mashed potatoes. I think. I think that's a good idea. I'm really hungry. Uh, anyway, uh, but uh, see you. Uh, see you next time. Blah, blah, blah.